but you know the bane of my existence in life is video replay. I'm so tired of it. Why do we have it? Ah! Everybody's mad when the call doesn't go your way. So they called interference on that onside kick, and we didn't get the ball back. They're not supposed to be able to call that. They're just supposed to be scoring. Well, you wouldn't have cared if you hadn't got the ball back. The correct call was made. On the road with the Rod Peterson Show. You betcha. It's another day live from sunny Florida. Hot one today. Going to get to 91 Fahrenheit. Everybody, welcome. And it's a Panthers game day as well, by the way. Big day down here in South Florida. We got so much to get to here in the warm-up for E. Cole Electric. And uh, a big day. We're going to be talking baseball with Tim Leeper, San Francisco Giants developmental coach, and Dan Moriarty star of NHL Cool Shots all coming up on the program today. They'll be joining us remotely. We've got uh, Darren Moose DuPont in the bunker. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing well. How much gear did they give you? That's another new Florida Panther shirt I haven't uh, seen. Isn't it nice? Yeah, and it's, uh, it's very light, by the way. I've been told that I need to cover up and get out of the sun, so I'm listening about as well as I normally do. I'm yeah. still in the sun, but I'm at least covered up, Moose. So, yeah, it's, it's nice, and, and it is... Panthers game day. I'm going to get to that in a moment, but Director Jordan, if you don't mind, can you hit the quick six show horn? Because I got so much to get to. I, don't want to I do not want to dilly dally. We're going to open up with Monday Night Football because it is Tuesday, Moose, and Justin Herbert threw for three touchdowns, and the L.A. Chargers knocked the Las Vegas Raiders from the ranks of the unbeaten with a 28-14 victory at SoFi Stadium. Austin Eckler rushed for a career-high 117 yards and scored twice for L.A. Los Angeles now 3-1 and one for the first time since 2014. Boy, did they sneak up on everybody. I really feel like they did. And now they're part of a three-way tie atop the division with Vegas and also the Denver Broncos. It's still very early. I, I saw that you posted your NFL Top 5. Well, I don't want to spend a lot of time on Monday Night Football because I want to get to hockey. And the Raiders are who we thought they were. They were down 21 to nothing at halftime. What's the point? Why did I stay up for this? <laughs> other, than to, other than to be proved that the Chargers are legit and maybe Los Angeles is the new football capital of North America. But um, this is what I've decided, too, by the way, with all my new American friends, one of which is Thad. He's the manager here at the Beach House, and he's been watching the show every day. And he's said that the Canadian Football League talk loses him a little bit. But I've been flip-flopping at night, Darren, and I've been calling you, too, saying, what should I talk about? And I've settled on I need to continue to be true to me and be the authentic me, and that is talk about what I want to talk about, and that is... Uh, other things. So I'm opening with the NFL. What's your take on Monday Night Football? And if you want to race through your top five, that's cool too. Yeah, we can do that now. We can do it later. It doesn't matter. But Monday Night Football, I mean, the Chargers, you're right. They are legit. We could be looking at an all-LA Super Bowl. We really could. Both the Rams and the Chargers are both real contenders. Can you imagine? Yeah, I couldn't. Like, to be there in February, but I can see it. I can see it happening. Justin Herbert's the real deal. I mean, he's an MVP candidate. Um, probably not a front runner, but he's a candidate for the MVP in the National Football League. And they played really well. Their defense was the biggest surprise for me, playing really well. But you can see glimpses of John Gruden's Raiders with Derek Carr. They, they could be there. I mean, when they came back in the second half and put those back-to-back -back scoring drives together, I'm like, okay, now we're seeing the Raiders that, every, that the Raider fans thought they were. And they had the third drive where he goes down the field to Ruggs, when they missed a field goal and didn't capitalize there, you knew the game was over. So the Raiders are 
kind of close. They're on the outside of the real Super Bowl contenders looking in. They could move in. They could stay out. But this was a statement game, I think, for the Chargers. Yeah, they, they fly under the radar because they reside in Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, how did they come out of nowhere? I know. Anyways, enough. Moving on to point two, National Hockey League, because they keep tailing me down here. More hockey, more hockey, more hockey. Ivan Provorov, the former Brandon Wheat King, scored in a one-timer off a pass from Travis Koneshny 50 seconds into overtime to give the Philly Flyers a 2-1 win over the Boston Bruins in preseason play Monday night in the National Hockey League. Elsewhere, Jake Voracek had a goal and two assists to lead Columbus past Buffalo 5-3. Patrick Laine and Oliver Bjorkstrand each added a goal and an assist, and Emil Bernstrom and Boone Jenner also scored for the Jackets. Mackenzie Blackwood had 15 saves through two periods in New Jersey, beat Washington 4-1. Mackenzie Entwistle scored twice, and Jonathan Taves and Brandon Hagel each had three assists to lead Chicago past Detroit at 5-3. The Flower made 36 saves for Chicago. I'm still watching very closely, Musta, what's going on with him. Pierre Ingval scored two goals, leading Toronto over Ottawa 3-1. I know that you're all over that one. Michael Armadio also scored for the Leafs, who got a 26-save performance from Jack Campbell. Kirill Kaprizov had a goal and two assists as Minnesota beat Colorado 3-1. Big game in Alberta. Connor McDavid and Neon Leon scored power play goals 55 seconds apart in the third as Edmonton rallied past the Flames 4-3. Calgary was up 3-0 at one point in that game. Brandon Perlini and Jesse Puljarvi also scored for the Oilers, who have now won two straight in the preseason. Miko Koskinen had 26 saves. Matthew Kachuk, Johnny Gaudreau, and Elias Lindholm had goals for the Flames. Jacob Markstrom stopped 31 shots. And Trevor Zegras scored the only goal in a three-round shootout to push the Anaheim Ducks past the San Jose Sharks. 3-2, man, I'm telling you. Watch out for the waterfowl. A duck beat a shark. How often does that happen, Moose? So that's what happened in the NHL preseason on Monday night. And um, I'm ready to move into the CFL, but I, your NHL take... What? Leafs won, Flames blue one seems normal to me. Seems pretty good. Yeah. I mean, watching the flower do his thing, we're starting to see more of that. It's exciting. It's exciting. And, uh, hey, when the Ducks, what, are the, what do they say? When the Ducks fly together, right, you can't beat them. So, Ducks over the Sharks. We'll <laughs> take <true>. it. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I guess I don't need to race. I mean, I can get all these things into... Um, into two segments here for the warm-up for E-Cold Electric, but I do, want, I do want to talk about the CFL. I love me this the CFL. I'm not sure that it's reciprocated, but that's okay. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders signed free agent receiver Duke Williams on Monday. Everybody's talking about it, and I have a little intel on this signing, by the way. Not that it's a major thing, but the six foot three, and you people in America are going to find this interesting. Those that say, you lose me with the CFL talk. Well, just stay tuned. Here, the six foot three, 225 pound Duke Williams returns to the CFL after spending significant time with the NFL's Buffalo Bills. He began his career in Canada with Edmonton in 2017, played two seasons north of the border, then he signed with the Bills in January of 2019. He's appeared in five games with Buffalo, registering uh, 12 catches for 166 yards and a touchdown. You know, now that I look at that, that's not significant time in Buffalo. But he's still a CFL star. He's 28 years of age. He's from L.A. And in Edmonton, he had 15 touchdowns, 2,294 yards in two seasons in Edmonton. 
He could barely get onto the field in Buffalo. He's still a big deal. And the intel that I have, Moose, is that everybody's saying, oh, Cody Fajardo, Saskatchewan's quarterback, came out and called out the team management saying they don't have enough playmakers in the receiving room, in the receiving core, so they went out and signed Duke Williams. Well, from what I know, and I think you do too, because we knew this late last week, that the Riders have been talking to Duke Williams for long before Saturday's game in Calgary, which Saskatchewan lost. So this is not rallying because Cody Fajardo whined, to use other people's terms, not mine, to sign him. Still a big signing for the Rough Riders, though. No, it is. It's a really big signing. And you're right. This isn't Jeremy O'Day panicking because his quarterback got upset and made some comments. This isn't a reactionary move. This is one that they had been looking at for a while, and there was a couple other teams interested as Duke Williams took the weekend to make his decision. But it kind of creates, okay, what are the riders going to do now? You know, where do they open up some money? What's the next move? Does this make a guy like Jordan Williams Lambert, who's underperformed, somebody that, you know, is open to being released now as, as a result? I don't know what they're going to do, but that's something that's been talked about. Um, but Duke Williams gives him that threat. Big body receiver that usually wins those 50-50 balls. So I, the Riders are a better team today than they were yesterday. What did I say? 6'2", 220-ish. He's everything that you want. And, yeah. uh, and by the way, this has just popped into my mind. Lots of time left here in this segment for E-Cold Electric, the warm-up. But I was talking to John Lynch yesterday. John Frenzy, the Don Cherry of football, the Hall of Fame Saskatchewan Rough Riders broadcaster. And he said, uh, you ever coming back from Florida? <laughs> I said, I don't know. Maybe not, John. Why Florida? Why'd you go to Florida? And I said, have you ever been to Florida? Did I tell you what he said? He no. goes, oh, ho, ho, yes, I have. Forget that I asked that question. Have fun. <laughs> he gets That's it. what, it's, it's what you always say, right? That I just got to come down there. I've never been to Florida. It's one place I've never been. And you said once you come here, you'll, well, you yeah. won't want to leave. No, and that's, that's exactly it. And I, I'm getting to, I think I'm probably going to fly through this and then we'll revisit it in block two. I've just got so many things that I want to talk about here today. And one of which is the Florida Panthers tonight playing the Tampa Bay Lightning in Orlando. The hockey people here were saying, are you going to Orlando? And I'm like, man, would I love to go to Orlando. Three and a half hour road trip, though. I think I'm good. I'll just watch it on Valley Sports Florida. Um, Point four. Oh, and by the way, there's nothing about Florida. My phone... You know when your iPhone gets so hot that it shuts down? Yep. Have you had that happen? Yes. I'm, I'm there. I have officially reached that point. That, you know how hot it is in Florida? It's iPhone shutting down temperature hot Florida okay. in Florida. So I've had to hide it here in the shade. Um, you tell me, Clark, when we got to roll because my phone's it's overheated. Blue Jays. I've had, I've had all I can take. And you had the reaction from people on social media, too, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Of course. And that is people saying, you, you two are too harsh on the Toronto Blue Jays. They had a great season. It's my commentary today, which airs on Cat Country 98 FM and Rock 98.5 FM, and it is, I can't take it anymore. Is this how soft we've become as a society? They missed the playoffs. I don't care that they led the majors in home runs. I don't care that they set a franchise record for home runs. I don't care that Robbie Ray is in the Cy Young conversation. And I don't care that Vladdy had an MVP season. They didn't do enough collectively to get into the playoffs. And I, 
it's the phrase that I was brought up with with my dad that that's good enough. When I said that to my dad one day when we were building corrals at the farm, that's good enough, dad. My dad whipped his hammer into the dirt, the claws first. I'll never, his eyes snapped, rolled in the back of his head, lost his mind. And he's like, strike the term good enough from your vocabulary. I don't ever want to hear you use it again. Do your best 100% of the time. And if you fail after doing your best, then that's fine. You got no regrets. I don't think the Toronto Blue Jays can say that. Did they have their best season? We know for a fact they did not. So all those things where people are saying what I just rattled off all those, those are their excuses, not mine. Ricky Bobby, if you're not first, you're last. And I'm not saying you got to be the Tampa Bay Rays because they got a hell of a baseball team. Toronto had 91 wins. That's pretty damn good. But you know what? It wasn't good enough. Yeah. So I'm tired of people blowing back at us with their opinion. This is ours. If you don't like it, unfollow us. Don't watch. But don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about because I watched this Blue Jays team all year long and I saw them blow it. I saw them disappear for 10 days in August. If you're okay with that as Blue Jays fans, then that's your problem. I'm not okay with that. I'm yeah. tired of the pushback. You can look at a Where lot. Are you of, on this? You can look at a lot of good things that happened this year: the runs, the home runs, the individual performances, Robbie Ray, all of that. You can look at the win totals, but at the end of the day, yeah, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And not good I said, enough. I said yesterday, the window in baseball, especially for Toronto, in that tough division, is so small. That look at they just missed out on an opportunity this year where they were legitimate World Series contenders. Right? We saw that in the back half of the season. They were legitimate World Series contenders. They won't get a shot at it. You know, and I look at two other big fan bases in this country the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Were you happy when they hit the goalpost and missed out on going to the Great Cup? Because but, they had a but, good but team. But they were close, Darren. They were but, close. You know, Cody Fajardo put up some really good numbers. There's a lot to be happy about. What about the Toronto Maple Leafs, who led the division, got home ice advantage? Austin Matthews put up good numbers. William Nylander, Mitch Marner. They put up great numbers, great season. No, it's a disappointment because they failed to meet expectations. And maybe the expectation going into the J season wasn't as high as we said it, but once we saw them in action, those expectations rose, and we said, look, at this is a World Series caliber team, and they missed the playoffs. So I'm optimistic as all hell to get, you know, for the next year because they're going to continue to get better. And this young group, we should be really excited. But this season was a disappointment. And uh, that's the poll question, by the way. And How about that? I'm trying to. Well, that's, listen, if, you, if you're happy with the Blue Jays season, not you, everybody else, <laughs> then you're soft. You're soft, okay? And don't get in my face and tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about because I do know what I'm talking about. They're better. They should be in the playoffs. One of them should be playing tonight in the American League wildcard game. They should be playing against either Boston or New York, probably against the Yankees. Uh, by the way, so that's the poll question today. How, how do you feel about the Blue Jays' season? Amazing, average, or disappointing? And I think, what is it? 53% say amazing. 53% <laughs> of you are soft as baby poo. That's what I'm going to say. And you know who I'm talking about, too. <laughs> Anyways, the warm-up's brought to you by E. Cole Electric. 
Our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. Ecol Electric, let's get to work. Said it yesterday, I'll say it again. You show me a good loser, I will show you a loser. Anyways, I got more points to get to, Moose, okay? Yeah. We'll come back right after the break. We're live from the beautiful beach house in Pompano Beach, Florida. You are watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. Today, YouTube Live, no Facebook, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.